friends, it's Trevor, it's Avery, it's Pat, it's Kelly, it's the Citywide Special. The Eagles dropped their third game in a row, losing to the Seahawks on Monday night. Sean Desai is moved to the booth in a bizarre move that places Matt Patricia as the defensive play caller. Landon Dickerson undergoes thumb surgery. Avante Maddox returns to practice. Can the Birds get things together in time for another playoff run, or is the team truly hopeless? The Flyers win back-to-back games against the Red Wings and Devils and are now on a nine-game point streak. Sam Erson continues to impress in Carter Hart's absence. The Orange and Black currently sit at second place in the Metro. The Sixers come out flat and lose to the Bulls, snapping a six-game win streak. However, they bounce back with a statement win against the first-place Timberwolves on Wednesday. Joel Embiid puts up 51 points against the league's best defense. A new straw poll puts the star center at the top of the MVP race. The Phillies have officially made a contract offer to Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Can the Japanese hurler be convinced to come to Philly? All that and more coming up right now. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. Back again for another week. Slightly depressed, even more so, not just because of the winter time, but because the birds just continue to let me down. But on a lighter note, uh, my boy Diego, congrats, just became a father, had a baby last night at 9 o'clock. Shout, shout out Diego. Little yeah. Matthew, I don't know you. Matthew Francisco uh, Ramirez, 10-pound baby. Damn. Oh. That's big, that's a big fucking baby. bowling ball. Damn. Came out. Yeah. So, so, okay? Shout out to Kim because that, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that. impressive in itself right there. But, no uh, C-section? I don't know. Straight up? He didn't give me the details, but... Um, <laughs> He said everybody's good, mom's happy, the baby's healthy and happy also, so that's all I really cared about at that point, but I'm sure we'll hear more details as the years unfold. Word. Well, shout out, Diego. Cheers to you. I'll meet you at some point here in the near future, probably. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, life's decent over here. This cold weather, I don't quite agree with. Um, Lips have been getting chapped. Yeah. Skin's been getting dry. I don't be messing with that. Mm -hmm. Do you leave chapstick wherever you need it? In different places so that you always have access to it? I always keep that thing on me, but, uh... (laughs) So here's what... I don't don't be caught lacking. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. But here's the problem, though, right? Here's the problem. Is, um... This morning, I put it on before work because I knew I had a bunch of meetings and, like, my lips were all dry and, like, cracking. So I'm like, all right, I can't be on, like, Zoom just messing with my mouth the whole time. So I put it on. But then I made some tea and ate some breakfast and it washed it all off. Damn. I had to put it on again. It was just so annoying. That's why I don't deal with cold weather like this. Bring back springtime. No need for chapstick. My lips don't get that bad. My hands get like really. Yeah. My hands get dry to the point where they start like bleeding because I just like neglect them. Yeah. But um, they start splitting. My fingertips split. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But like, I like Neutrogena. And hand <laughs> lotion is Shout like, out, our first sponsor. like the best. It's like, uh, yeah, that stuff rules. So, well, you guys, it's the it's the winter solstice today. So, Longest this is the night? shortest the sh- day. Oh yeah, the shortest, shortest day. day. Yeah. Yep. So it's about to get better every day uh, after today. I think they said yeah by like the end of this. No, by like the end of January, the <laughs> sun will start to go down at like five thirty. Yeah. So yeah. like this is yeah. It was like four. I think. 37 or 445 was when it started to get dark out tonight which was ass you don't even get me started y'all ever listeners <laughs> y'all everyone knows how i feel about shorter days yeah this is, this well, is something this... that has to get mentioned at least once <laughs> yeah this gets mentioned really? every, almost every episode <laughs> oh, oh yeah and because for the record on the warpath against daylight savings time <laughs> for the record i remembered what my ther- i didn't remember what my therapist called seasonal depression but dean shout out dean defop dear friend of the pod 
said that it is seasonal affective disorder, yeah. ah, appropriately sad. named sad. as sad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everyone is very sad this time of year, both both literally and figuratively. But I like to mix it up and call it the winter doldrums, you mm. know, just to make it sound nicer. But it's more festive. It's, yeah. it's not as depressing. Yeah. It sounds like a winter happy hour. Yeah. Seasonal doldrums. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a good drink. Seasonal, yeah. It might already. Well, isn't there one like the elephant dold dold? Oh. Delirium. I don't know. So, uh, I know you're isn't talking that about just yeah. a, a beer, though. I think it's yeah. just called delirium. It is a beer. <laughs> I think it's just called delirium, <laughs> yeah. and it has like a pink elephant. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those like fancy Belgian. Well, we're talking things. cocktails, though. We're not talking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. what would the Winter Doldrums cocktail be? Something stiff. <sighs> yeah. Just, I don't know why it sounds like it'd be like a. I don't know why it has like a gin sound to it. Doldrum makes it sound like. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, it's, we're all there's no bad ideas here. See, I'm thinking it's like <laughs> I said. He was like, oh, no, ew. I'm thinking it's hot chocolate. Ew, like, what? Yeah, yeah. Hear Is me that out. Like vodka? Nah, nah. Okay. A little like brandy, like like some Hennessy. Hennessy. We'd appreciate the sponsorship. <laughs> um, and then something creamy, like a liqueur, like, like a liqueur, like a yeah, Kahlua or Is something. the drink hot? You would have it warm. You're chocolate. probably not drinking it cold. That's for damn sure. It's I guess it'd be chocolate, chocolate milk, then. cold chocolate. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be good. That'll make you nice and warm and put you out, just like the winter doldrums. Nah, I think this drink's gonna make you feel miserable. I think it has to be a drink that like make you you sick. get because you're already miserable. So you drink yeah. it just to drink it. You're like fuck, you know. Just, yeah, that's mm. my take on it. But great guest to have kelly first yeah. time this is huge yes. yeah Thanks, our second woman guest trevor said how's it going fellas did not <laughs> again, I, I, did not exactly <laughs> mention we I have said a- it last time fellas <laughs> is a gender neutral term <laughs> everyone could be a fella yeah I and guess i'm just so. i'm not going to come up with a different intro fair enough yeah, That's too. Fine. I'm too automatic. I don't take offense to it. That makes you <laughs> she feel better. She just gets up and walks out of here. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm out. I gotta go. One day we're gonna have a lady guest who does take offense, Trevor. Then you're gonna get canceled. That'd be oh. spicy. Yeah. That'd be fun. No. <laughs> that would be right hilarious. Trevor gets canceled yeah. on his own pod. Yeah. You yeah. and me just take over hosting duties. We'll just start drinking yeah. the shots at the same time. Like he I'm did just, it again. <laughs> yeah, you guys just come over here every week, and I'm just like chilling upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you're still sending it. it. Like, can you guys find a different place to do this, please? You're serving everyone winter doldrums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my new, my new job. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, shout out Kelly. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me here. Yeah. I have not. I'll just say this as a disclaimer, which I've been saying to you guys. I really don't follow Philadelphia sports, but I like to. I'll chat. I'm here with that. Hey, uh, yeah. It's Giants week. Yeah. I know you. I've known you're a Giants fan for many years. Pat only recently found that out, and he was I pretty no incensed. Way. I had no clue. <laughs> yeah, that's from. My I almost dad. rescinded the invite. My dad's a hardcore Giants fan, New York fan, Yankees, so I grew up with that. But honestly, I've I've flipped because I'm a Philadelphian now, so there you go. I want my city to do well because it's a better energy in the city. Well, like the Giants have been so bad too of late. It's not like there's a real yeah point of contention with teams. Yeah, that's true. But early two thousands was probably tough. Yeah. But I dare say right now the the Giants vibes are better than our stank vibes, dude. These Eagles vibes are P-U. Yeah, at least the Giants are having fun. I mean, you know, you win, you get a couple cutlets, you have a good day, you go have some ziti or whatnot. The Eagles, we can't. Bruh, man, that was just. I mean, I thought my rant would kick this team into gear because I think Hurts listens to the pod. They weren't, yeah, they weren't listening. Yeah, clearly. but they didn't pay attention. They didn't you, get it together. I think your rant made Hurts sick. To my point. Clearly. Playing weak. 
but I won't get too. I'm not as lit up as I was last week. With maybe the, he needs more encouragement than like. No, no, we're all negative. We don't do that here. No, we're, we oh. did that for Trey Turner. No. He didn't win a World Series. We're done with that. Oh mm. shit. Okay. No more. Also, we don't have that. In my family. We're mm-hmm. a negative reinforcement family. You know, you gotta mm. just talk enough shit. Eventually, it kicks it in the gear. You okay. Don't, we're not coddling <laughs> people out here. All right. But <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I mean. That was cracking me up the whole day. They're like, oh, he's got the flu. This is his Jordan game. And I was fuming at that. I don't think I've ever been so quiet during a game. Hannah was upstairs and she was like, is the game even on? Like, I didn't hear you say a single thing. I was like, I just had no, I couldn't, I had no energy for it. They just didn't deserve me even yelling at the TV. Yeah. And Hurts, you know, the podium calling out the team about, well, we all got to play more effort. Dude, you should have called that shit out. You can't get in a separate plane to make sure no one gets sick. At that point, man, just get yourself healthy and be good. We only you out here in Seattle in the rain again. Like, how's that going to help you out? Yeah, truth be told, he shouldn't have played. Like, this is something that I've thought pretty much since the end of the game when he was just making a bunch of really poor decisions. I mean, when you're sick like that, yeah, there is a physical aspect to it where it just you're tired, you're fatigued, yeah. you, you can't, can't breathe, you can't. you're coughing, yeah. you're he sneezing. He sounded like shit. He sounded, he sounded like he was going to die. Yeah. But, yeah, there was also the mental element to it. I mean, when I had COVID, I remember trying to work a couple of days, and I just could not think straight at all. So just th- taking my desk job where I sit at the computer and stare at spreadsheets and send emails all day is a lot less active than being on a football field and having to read defenses, like make, make adjustments on the yeah. fly. And he just couldn't do any of that. I mean, let's be honest. The, the offense hasn't been active all year, so it's not like he had to work that hard to read defenses. Yeah. But you get, what run- you, you get what I'm saying, though. I Some of his decision-making was just off. It's also a physical game. You're out there in the elements and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you, like- you put it together. <laughs> what we're saying is that it's a little bit harder than being on the computer. <laughs> yeah. This just season, a little, just a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, all around, that was an F grade, I think, well, from the team. We got to start, even before the game, all of last week was just a debacle. Yeah. Like, shambles. The team is in shambles. I'm ready at, to put the alert out. We're in shambles Look at this right timeline, now. right? So they lose to the Cowboys on Sunday night football. Ho-hum, whatever. It's a loss is a loss, sucks, all that stuff. So then the week starts. Sean Desai is still technically the defensive coordinator, does his weekly meeting with the media, and answers questions as if he's the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. All well and good, right? Then Darius Slay magically has arthroscopic knee surgery that no one really knew anything about. Yeah, yeah I don't know where. So that's weird. Then... Because that happens, and it's like, oh, okay, Avante Maddox will be slated to start his 21-day practice window soon. All right, cool, whatever. Slays out, we'll need Maddox, even if he's probably only going to stay healthy for a game or two. Then, the the Megaton bomb drops. Sean Desai is going to be watching games from the booth, and our boy, Pencil Boy, Matt Patricia, is going to be the defense coordinator. Just like, what? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy because I mean, I feel like you know the the um you know the positive team outlook on all this is like well you know we're still like I mean up until this week like we're still ten and three, blah 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 like this is uh, I don't know what is it like Hertz keeps saying like this is just a like a, a, a bump, bump in the road like, yeah, a little not bit of adversity not something we're yeah. stuck in or whatever but like this sends the complete opposite message like how you can't like send that message and then also make this. Panic move. Yeah. It's just completely, uh, it's totally contradictory. It's also weird timing that Slay gets a surgery while the same week Matt Patricia becomes the defensive right. caller. Like, they already have a weird beef. That doesn't send a weird vibe in the 
in the organization where like they are you already know he doesn't really like Matt Patricia. Now Matt Patricia is saying that like no when I came here like we gave him a big hug I love that man like we're great friends I'm like something just doesn't they just seem, yeah that seems off they're literally in shambles something is not adding up the defense is they're making moves that make no sense in this time of the year fighting through adversity man you said that after every tough win too like we're uh, you, clearly just dealing with adversity hasn't done anything to this team because yeah. they don't do anything the offense looked more stagnant than it ever did on fucking monday night yeah that was pathetic against a team that you that was a almost you're in playoff mode now you got dallas had lost this is a big chance to like get a win brush off the dallas lose and you're good to go you never beat never beaten seattle or haven't beaten them in 14 years wow now it'll be 15 unless we play them in the playoffs and then that would just be brutal again yeah um it just the team has no life in it there's no no identity no creativity on the play calling there's no swag at all on this fucking team. There, I mean, you talk about a bunch of dogs forever in the city. The, they got, they got no juice. They're a bunch Nothing. of, they're, they're a bunch of puppies, man. They Nothing. Ain't show, they ain't show Do you no think they're like just falling apart, like mid, like at they this look point? like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah like they, you they don't got, think they can they're come relying, out of here. They're relying on Not all these wins they got at the top no? of the season, and they're like, well, we're still ten and three. Like we'll make the playoffs. I don't want to. That's not how you win in the playoffs to be like, well, at least we're getting in there. Like, we're still fine. Like, I get that. We'll be in the playoffs. But you're t- against the toughest competitors in the playoffs. Yeah, well, people also are, right. are excited yeah. to get in the playoffs. We're like, well, we're in, so we're okay. Like, that's not no, how you fucking. When you make it to the Super Bowl the year before, the goal isn't to just, okay, let's yeah. make it to the playoffs. The goal is to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Especially when the offense is health. Like, you, the defense is what it is, right? The defense is our weakest link. But the offense has all the weapons, top 5 line, Jalen Hurts. But they don't yeah. use. <laughs> I've been saying this for like three weeks now. It's like as bad as the defense is. The offense is the real problem. Yeah. Yeah. The defense is just the <laughs> personnel is not great. It is what it is. Like they're going to give up points. You know, hopefully they can make a play here and there or whatever. But like the offense is like stacked. You have a great offensive line. You have two great receivers. You have a really good, you know, top five tight end. You have, um, you know, guy who came third place in MVP last year. Like, what is what is the fucking right. problem? Like, how is this not working? Well, the thing about it that like gets me is, every, it's clear to everyone that the office isn't working. They haven't scored over twenty one points since the Chiefs game, in which they barely scored twenty one points. Right. I was actually a st- I've, okay. I did look at some t- statistics about the the Seattle game, and basically, I was reading that their touchdowns has gone down fifty percent since last season. God, yeah, makes Probably sense. Probably something yeah. like that. Yeah, we that were makes the highest sense. scoring offense for a while. Yeah, yeah, I mean they're scoring a lot fewer <laughs> points. But the funny yeah. thing is, they go ahead and demote Sean Desai. It's just like the defense mm-hmm. hasn't been yeah. great, but that's not the problem. The thing that gets me, man, is they probably knew damn well they were going to demote him. They still made him go out there for his media availability and make him think he's going to be the D coordinator. Just swept the rug out from under his feet like mm-hmm. that. Like not even from a football standpoint, but just like a personal level, yeah, like respectful, dirty, like workplace environment type thing. That's just so awful. It's like, yeah, Sean, you're still the D coordinator. Go have your media availability. You'll get to coach the defense mm-hmm. a day later. Well, you're up in the booth. We're giving your powers to Matt Patricia, who's never proving himself to be a good defensive coach. That'd be like, what'd that be like? That'd be like me saying to Trevor, <laughs> it's like, hey, Trevor, man, I love you. You're a great podcast host. Appreciate everything you've done. You're still going to be the host. And then we come here to record next week, and I have Marlon sitting in that chair. <laughs> I'm like, all right, 
Trevor, you know what? Never mind. No disrespect to you, Marlon. But, <laughs> Trevor, you know what? Never mind. You're you're going to be the, our our number one viewer. You're going to be a day one fan from yeah, now yeah, on. Marlon's yeah. taking over. That's not cool. No, it wouldn't be. <laughs> it wouldn't be Again, cool. no disrespect to Marlon. He was just the first name that popped <laughs> yeah. in my head. But uh, yeah, that's just you don't handle things that way if you're trying to be like a good vibes, good energy, positive attitude type team. Yeah, and, and that's how you do things. How you think the rest of the players and coaches are going to react? The team's probably confused too. That's shambles. Yeah. Yeah. They're in shambles, yeah. and especially this is like a, a team that for the past few years, just across uh, you know the sports world in general has been considered like one of like the best run organizations in sports. This is like not what a, you know, organization like that's supposed to do. It's just like the coaching staff just know. looks I, every, from top to bottom. I just makes you just scratch your head. Like Howie Roseman has finally got it into gear where he can draft great players. He's always been able to bring in free agents and stuff like that. He's given you every possible tool and weapon and asset that you could ever want on an offense and, you know, decent amount of young talent on defense. And you don't you don't do anything with it. It's the most boring offense I've ever seen. It makes no sense. The routes that they run are pathetic. Your fourth your fourth quarter play to get to field goal range is to hope that they throw a fucking penalty flag. That was wild. So and you admit I, I mean, that? I think he was covering for Hurts. It's there. a poor way of covering for him. I know I it's still it's still like I mean I he must but, have known that he was gonna come up he knew he was gonna get asked about that and he's I, got like thirty six hours to come up with something to say and that's the best he can I don't, first like, off, we know that Sirianni isn't a fucking words like he doesn't he's right. like well with words. I think he's I think that was a, a truthful statement. I think he was being honest. He's yeah. like well I don't know because he was like also if you look at it too most of Hertz's picks that he throws that aren't deflections or things like that or fumbles that he turns over have been to the right side of the field underthrown when a safety drops down and picks it off. He did it twice against KC. Tampa game. Tampa yeah. game. I mean, it's literally his sweet spot. If you're a safety, that hey, let them think that they got A.J. Brown and I'll just sweep in there because he can't see that safety on the high top. I think that was truthful. I think they really were hoping for a flag because you had – uh, Gainwell wide open for, in the dump off to get you in field goal range to take yeah, it I there. Yeah, I pointed that out as soon as I saw the yeah. play. Gainwell was wide open. He had 15 yards ahead of him. Yeah. And those 15 yards put you in field goal range. Exactly. So it's like, I, it just, also you wait until the last 20 seconds to have Hurts do some magical shit. Air that ball. I know we want to run the ball and I'm, <clears throat> I'm not saying we shouldn't run the ball a lot, but no more curl routes. If I see A.J. Brown get wasted on a fucking 10-yard curl route one more time, we'll lose my mind. Let that man rip it a little bit. He wants to run. Well, they yeah. all do. I mean, that's the thing. Like you said, there's no offensive creativity. As we said last week, they run like three or four different routes. They have about two different pass concepts in the offense. It's just when you're setting your offensive players up, even if you have the weapons in the stacked offense that you have, as they do, if you're not doing anything with it, then you're destined to fail, right? Like my thing about though the whole the the whole situation as far as those deep balls is the run game was working well. Our first couple drives, we were running the ball down the throat. That's how we got picking to the up goal tons line. of yards. Yeah. Then we get into a situation where the game script where you're up, it's the fourth quarter, you have your timeouts, and literally all you need to do is just waste clock. Pick up first downs and score a touchdown. Yeah, which they were able to do last year, like clockwork. Easy money. It shouldn't have. They didn't need to make it this hard in this game. And Seattle gave you a free timeout. They they wasted their timeout to give you the challenge play, and it worked out in our favor when Pete Carroll challenged the 
what was it, the miscatch or the whatever it was yeah, that happened? And, like, and then it ended up being a sack right. because they, they tried lost getting the that timeout yeah. back. They were like, that's not how it works. Like, they won the challenge, but you called timeout. Like, I don't know what to tell you here. But it's yet, just it's pathetic football. And a lot of that, I get it if it's bad game planning and they're not calling great plays. But if Hurts is going to be looked at as the leader and this and that, Peyton Manning would be sitting there just taking those plays and just doing what he had to do. He'd be out there managing the game. Being a field general and Hertz this season has shown zero ounce of being able to actually call an audible, read a defense. I don't know what he's doing out there this year. Yeah, I mean, he's got an identity crisis that's hitting him like a fucking septa bus right now. I think some of it, certainly, like as you mentioned, he's been doing this all year. I do think some of his judgment was just thrown off from being as sick as he was. But I'm, take out just this game, it's all season. Yeah, he's yeah, been no, doing that's that shit. what I'm saying. If you're tired like, of doing quarterback draws, but what I'm saying is. Some of his poor judgment calls were the result of him being sick in that game. But there are plenty game. of other games that he played 14 games this season that he did not make good judgment calls. And yeah, that's probably on him. Some of it's probably on Brian Johnson. It's on the offense just lacking creativity. But my <laughs> biggest problem with all of this is why are we throwing a Quez Watkins? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good happens when you throw that guy. <laughs> He's no. ass. We've known that for Dude. two years. Dropped a football, the dropped the ball or fumbled the ball in that Washington game last yep. year. Missed the catch in the Super Bowl. A couple years ago, it's the Giants missed a catch. This game, just like don't throw it to that guy, man. And then they do throw it to him on that play. His jersey's getting tugged a little bit, probably inconsequential for it to be a PI. He doesn't fight for the ball. No. He just runs his route, sees the defender, catches it. Doesn't try to stop the defender. Just runs through the end zone. Yeah. What the hell is that, man? Act like you want to play. The He's ass, got, dude. Oh got my no, god. The team's got no fight. They got the vibes are stank. Right gee, oh, it's just brutal. I mean, everyone's like waiting for someone to step up and like. You seen have... these fans out outside of Novacare holding signs like the season's yeah. not over? <laughs> Get a grip, dude. But they have you these, live like, in Philadelphia uh... long enough to know when a season's over when the team is ready to just put a fork in it and this is where we are this team they're gonna make the playoffs they've already clinched realistically they might lose to tampa bay in the first round yeah of playoffs. they could lose to the lions to tampa bay the rams the saints this season's over for all intents and purposes <laughs> yeah. it isn't but let's be real it is unless they somehow come out the next three weeks and put up like 35 and the defense is only giving up 17 points. I'll be like, all right, well, maybe they got something going here. But if they even skid, if they do that, it's against mediocre con- my competition. My point though is that no. if they need to get some wins to get their confidence up, then you're 13 and four, still a phenomenal record. You get some good wins to go into the playoffs. I feel better that way. If they sneak by and like barely beat the Giants, or it comes down to a field goal against the Cardinals, and then you barely beat the Giants again, then you're going to get wrecked in the playoffs. But if you somehow figure something out and do a whole 180 and start putting up 35 points and shutting teams down on defense, then I feel better going into the playoffs where, okay, they're getting hot at the right time. They're playing a lower-seeded team than they would have been if they were whatever, but I, I don't Is know. Is there really no one else on the like the bench that, that could like pull through at some like No only, other talent, really? Our only for Lord and Savior would be Big Dick Nick to come back. <laughs> what's yeah, he doing these days? Chilling, yeah, probably coaching his chilling, kids yeah. or something like that. Yeah, chilling in Jersey. Yeah, probably a preacher somewhere, honestly. Yeah, yeah he he, do, he does love himself yeah. some church. Yeah. No disrespect to church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking, you're, you're, um, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Sean McDermott's uh, 9-11, you know, 9/11 uh, pump-up speech for his... Uh, I will say. 
And then, well, he did. They, they have been looking pretty damn good, the Bills. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I was thinking about uh, Pete Carroll, famous 9-11 truther Pete Carroll, and what his his speech must have been before that game must have been like the same sort of thing. But like it would have been, um, you know, we got we to gotta stick together and have a good game plan, just like the CIA and the Mossad <laughs> had a great game plan to, to do 9-11. <laughs> I didn't even know he was a 9-11 truther. Apparently, yeah. It's like a weird thing. Yeah. Oh, but, okay. um, yeah, that'll spark Classic some yeah. energetic We got to, uh, <laughs> like, we, you know, we got we to gotta capitalize on all the opportunities that... <laughs> They give to us just like those investors who uh, suspiciously shorted all the airlines <laughs> days before 9 11. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, that's how the season's been feeling right now. Damn. Yeah, this team, man. I don't even like, I have notes written down here, other things to talk about on the game. We could talk about how Bradbury gave up every single uh, pass. That's one of my on notes. Brutal. Drive, he like, looks. I mean, I was uh, the one. Uh, you know, if you wanted to have some positive, Keely Ringo looked not that bad. Oh yeah, Keely um, Ringo and uh, what's his called? Who's the other young cat that was out Sydney there? Sydney Brown. Not Sydney Brown. Right. Say the other Sydney. corner. Ricks. Ricks. Eli Ricks. They gave up. They had like two pass deflections together. I think they, they gave up good. a sixty percent quarterback rating, which was really good for rookie corners. Yeah, they were playing well. And Sydney Brown, what I will say is, yes, he missed some tackles. I mean, when we drafted him, we kind of knew that was going to be his thing. But the plays that he did make, but when he, he is hits. making them. And he's flying around. He's playing with more energy and more juice than most other people on the defense. Seth Jordan made a good point. He's like, if we could figure out how to contain his energy in a I more think it, I positive think way, I'm like, that yeah. makes sense. Because he's, he's got the – he's like you said, he flies around and he levels big hits on guys. But in a league where you're not going to get the Troy Palomalo, Ed Reed, B-Doll kind of hit anymore legally – you got to figure out how to utilize that. I and, think but that's channelable, though. I, exactly. But I think that, if anything, the game was really depressing, but there was a sign of hope with all the young secondary talent we finally have. Jalen Carter looked great. Jordan Davis looked decent. I mean, they ran all over us, but, you know, what are you going to do that way? But, yeah, the young core of it looks good. Nolan Smith even looked decent out there. Had He's, a couple they good gotta hits. they got to play him more. Yeah, they they, yeah, they, they, they don't play him enough, more. but... He, like, and the your, defense did only give up. No, yeah, the, the defense isn't the reason they lost yeah. that game. Like that was their first good game in five weeks. They yeah, played. Yeah, Bradbury I mean, only three points in the first half. Yeah, certainly Bradbury contributed Cook. largely to them losing Cook. the game. But a lot Cook. of the young players on the defense played fine. Bradbury gave up two touchdowns on like 160 yards. Dude, and his excuse on the last I, play I was, was playing sticks. He just outran like, me. He's like, yeah, I'm playing sticks. <laughs> I was playing the line to gain. Dude, they need a touchdown. You don't play the line to gain. No. You have to, like, I'd rather you back five yards off the line That's of scrimmage the in that, that case up. and just play it safe and play over the top. But Another also and defeating. He's, he's a veteran corner. He's 31 years old. He should know better. Last year, I feel like, was that lightning in the bottle we got with him, and this year just been ass. Again, you know though, what? too, third down defense. Every time it would be like second and 15, I'd still be like, they're going to get a first down. They did. Every time. Yeah. They were like six for eight when it was third and 10 plus. They added a plus. Usually it's like third and five, third and long. No one really gets it. We dominate first and second down. Third down, I don't know where the defense goes because it could be third and 25. And I feel like the other team just gets that shit. <laughs> there is a good chance that they would. Yeah. yeah. Like, they do. Dallas did. Yeah. Third and 25, they got that shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. This team is just, like I said, they're in shambles right now, and there's no signs of progress at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm not particularly optimistic about very much on the team. But 
your boy Jalen Carter. I do owe you a bottle of whiskey. Got that sack, I, baby. I was ready to start talking and <laughs> chirping after that game. If he didn't get it, I was going to be like, oh, Pat, we got three games. He needs one sack. Let's see it. Then they finally reviewed it. I'm like, that was a fucking sack. Yeah. And then they were like four sacks. I'm like, no way. That was definitely yeah, then, five. Then I Joe it up Buck real quick. clarified. He was like, that is his fifth sack. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yep. I owe Pat a bottle of whiskey. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I got you. Somebody won that day. Yeah. Because <laughs> my fantasy also lost. I was just in, yeah, I lost, was in shambles. I was just depressed. You lost me in fantasy, yeah. but yeah. Damn. What else uh, do I have written down here? The push tush killed my. Is it traded away Debo Samuel midseason to get DeAndre Swift, and it was yeah, the that worst move. Really that. <laughs> That's a bad move. I was move happy right as there. a clam to take <laughs> that trade. But uh, yeah. I felt like I had something else written down here, but I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I guess we can move on to previewing this, this Giants game against Tommy DeVito. Yeah. I'm sure the people in South Philly will be a little torn a little bit that mm. way but uh i t- would ex- if this was like five mm. weeks ago after the buffalo win, i'd be like easy money i think before the season i was like oh yeah this is like the home stretch we're gonna dominate the giants beat the cardinals honestly i i don't know like i, I said last I, week I'm i could see good the, about it i could see the giants winning this game yeah well, but- my dad would be so happy Oh, Christmas, Your dad little might Christmas be happy. present for him right there. He used to work in Philadelphia, and he would love when the Giants beat the Eagles. Are you going to see your pop on Christmas? No, he's down in Florida. Oh, so. okay. No, not this time. But. Well, well, you'll have to call him and be I, like, yeah. hey, I was on a, a Philly <laughs> sports will. podcast. We talked about the game. <laughs> I had nothing to contribute about the Giants, but... <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. you know that their quarterback is extremely Italian. You know what is funny? Is <laughs> I do know that now, now, now that, yeah. It's hilarious that that is really just the thing about him because like a lot of quarterbacks you'll have something to say about them like joe burrow's cool calm and collected mm-hmm. pat mahomes just the best quarterback of our generation nick Foles, tom brady cock. the goat ever yeah, <laughs> yeah. nick Foles, big dick oh, nick who else we got jalen Hurts is just stoic all the time yeah. keeps Rogers, the main thing the main Hail thing. mary king yeah and then the giants are just our quarterback is extremely Italian. <laughs> He's proud of his heritage, and we're gonna make it his thing, and yeah. it's become his thing. His yeah. agent only has does like he have four one of those, guys. Like, Italian necklaces on, like the gold. Like I'm sure he does. You know probably. I mean? yeah. yeah, I'm sure he. He probably doesn't yeah. wear it when he's playing, but he still lives at his at his parents' house. Yeah, he lives at home, and his yeah. mom makes him chicken cutlets so he, for so dinner. He gets married in the same neighborhood. Yeah, until <laughs> he finds a nice Italian woman to settle down with, yeah. he's still at home. <laughs> His agent only has like four clients. Yo, his agent got inducted <laughs> into the Italian American Sports Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. He showed up there in that little like hat and everything too. I was like, damn. So they got, but they have like, they're playing fun football and they don't really care about anything. So like, they're a dangerous team. Maybe this is the one that Eagles regroup and beat the Giants. They Maybe this ne- is it. Maybe this they is- just need a little Christmas spirit, you know? I know. Last week we said they needed to win. They really, if they if they lose to the Giants, they're fucking done. They're, they, <laughs> this team is fucking, they're not doing anything at all this year. If they come out and they dominate, whether it's against DeVito, whatever DeVito is out there playing football for them, they have to go out and crush this team. If they don't crush this team and they sneak by with a win, we're fucked. They have to. Yo, I could honestly see them winning. I mean, when you think about this, Slay's out, we know. Landon Dickerson out. With What's the, up with these fucking thumbs with these teams, man, in Philadelphia? I'm over I this shit. I had something to say I'm, about the thumb man, injury. I, again, same with Slay also, acting like a little bitch. 
This is not the time of the season to be like, let me get a little cosmetic knee surgery here. Fuck, you got to play. You've been playing fine. There was no hint of him slowing down. He played a decent game against Dallas coverage-wise. They didn't say why they were doing the surgery? I think it had to do with Matt Patricia, but I don't know. They this just is... said it was a thumb or a sleigh, you mean. Yeah. It was just he'd been had a knee injury for a little while. That's what I'm saying, though. This it is was a... very vague. It's yeah, not like, the time yeah, of year to be like. they usually say, like, what ligament or whatever. He didn't you blow know? his leg out. He was yeah. like, oh, it's irritating. I'm going to go get a surgery. Who the fuck? Uh, especially the if we were the Surgery's way that so invasive if too. we had like, locked up the number one seed go for it get your fucking nails done get your knees done do whatever you gotta <laughs> do to make yourself feel good not now when you have a must-win situation monday night football let me yeah. get my knee surgery cleaned up what's like the return time on a nfl before player's they, knee surgery because i know that like during a season you know like before the end of the season that's it they left it vague I mean, they I guess whatever vague. this is was not super serious okay. that's my what point it's been like i don't know Bone spurs or loose mm. particles to clean up. I think they said like it was that. like loose spurs, like loose particles yeah. in his knee. Wrap that bitch up, drink some milk, and get on the that field. I don't know is. what we're doing here. Like it's just you know. And Landon Dickerson, oh my, th- come on now, now uh, then you won't hold no anybody. Res- no respect for thumb injuries. No respect mm. for thumb. What injuries. you say is we gotta like come down yeah, here. Yeah, we gotta rip tape. your thumbs up. Yeah, no, we should tape tape Pat's thumbs to his palm and see see how he does. You'd be surprised how well I would do with no thumbs. <laughs> That'd be all right. Anyway, that's not the point. Yeah, I'm not making millions of dollars. Try to open your dollars. beer without thumbs. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I still got two arms. Baby, what are you talking about? Look at this. Can you pass me a beer, actually, without thumbs? Listen, it's not as hard as you think. No, I'm serious. I need a beer. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Use your thumbs out when you spill them. Look at this. I could be all nubby. All, I could be... <laughs> I could do this with two nubs. Do you have a bottle in there? I do uh, in my pocket. Oh, okay. oh, nope. It's upstairs. Oh, okay. Also, can I switch you for another one? You got right? one? Oh, yeah, I give you my light. Okay, thank uh, you. But anyway, my point, though, is that, like, Thanks. get out there, play the game, tape the thumb up, you'll be all right. Drink some milk. Give him some milk. But, nah, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen on Sunday. It's like... Do you guys still drink milk? Like, whole milk? Nah, I no. don't drink milk. With like, dinner? I put yeah, I'm an almond coffee. milk guy. What? I put cream in my coffee, but I don't, like, yeah. actively like drink milk. a glass milk. of milk with yeah. dinner or something? Hell no. Growing up, I, I did, like, all the time. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, I never buy milk anymore. If right. I were to have a glass of milk, I don't think I would have it with a meal. I think yeah. it would be like cookies, like Oreos, okay. but not like yeah. I want to be eating like chicken cutlets and some pasta. You, and... Do people still do that? I think so. Yeah. You drink, <laughs> man, drinking I milk don't. with dinner—that's just like another meal. <laughs> you, go, you go to my parents' house. That's <laughs> your parents milk. drink milk like that. I don't that? know if they do is really, but I don't know. I mean, here and there, yeah, sure. Big milk's taking a turn. Do you mm-hmm. d- still drink whole milk, like with a glass, like a glass of milk? No, it's I, nice I never sometimes. Have. No, I never have. Okay. I've never been a milk. Yeah, it can guy. be kind of refreshing. I'll say refreshing. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I've never seen nice, actually, nice tall so glass of milk. Glass yeah. like, <sighs> I actually yeah, knew dude. someone that told me that when they're hungover, they drank a glass of milk, and I was like, "That sounds like uh, the oh worst God, I could remedy right I've now. heard." For, but you're kind of like, "Oh, uh, that sounds I would, refreshing." Wouldn't, wouldn't shock me if that was a good uh, you okay. know, hangover cure. My uncle Tom always told me if you're gonna have a big night out drinking. You should drink a lot of milk the day before because the milk coats the stomach and you don't get drunk as fast. Ugh. Wait, so I've heard that about some like Irish tale right there. I was gonna say like yeah, they actually like say some... to eat yogurt before a game because it coats. It's like good for like hydration. It coats the and, like, you yeah. know keeps really? the alcohol from penetrating the well, intestines. This is to like get... before playing a sports game too. I'm like that feels weird because it's like then you're like all kind of clogged up. He would just yeah, say that before dairy bounced around in your stomach. <laughs> he would stomach. just say yeah, that before going to the AOH. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't playing any games. He was just okay. saying if <laughs> well, I'm going to the bar tomorrow night, I'm gonna drink 
a lot of milk the day before. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I can't really consume much Different. dairy like that at all. No. Well, yeah, you can't. You don't if like I dairy consume, like that. If I consume, like, so I went home after this and ate a bunch of ice cream at like 11 o'clock at night and went to bed. I would wake up the next morning, stomach would be all upset. I'd probably be all gassy all night. You'd be like Carter Hart with that IBS. Probably. Yeah. Well, not that severe, but yeah, I would. I just can't do dairy like that anymore. So can't milk. drink milk. If I'm going to eat ice cream, I got to be ready for a rough night and a rough following morning. Well, I need spinach then. That'll help you oh, out. Oh, I like spinach. Yeah, spinach is great. What about spinach flavored ice cream though? Depends on who's that making it. That might be all right. Yeah, I tell you what fine. though, you throw a little garlic in that. The right flavor. Yeah, you could make a savory ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up now. We're on to something here. We we might have to make a cocktail and might make an ice cream. The citywide special. Scoops. Yeah, you could have Avery's weird Christmas cocktail <laughs> and with the spinach. Yo, cream <laughs> spinach <laughs> cocktail just, might be all right. He's, he's, he's taking all kinds of stuff. Just when you weren't yeah. depressed enough, here's I a little <laughs> vodka up in there. Yeah. In the mm. ice cream? I have had ice cream with olive oil on top. There's Who what? does that? Pizzeria Badia does that, and it's really good. Oh, for real? Yeah. Well, I've never had that before. It's actually yeah. kind of, it's pretty tasty. Yeah. Well, the people that are lactose Badia, intolerant, Badia. it would just slip yeah. right out that it's easy I mean, the best is the ice cream with the uh, with the Amaro. Oh, yeah, when oh, you go yeah. to Pizzeria yeah. Badia. Oh, yeah. we, we done the hoagie room. Kelly, you ever done the hoagie room? No, but I would like to request you do the hoagies chant right hoagies. now. Hoagies. <laughs> I don't have a hoagie no, in front of me. No, I've been dying to do the yeah. hoagie room. I the hoagie room's yeah, banging. We've done yeah. it what three times? I've done hey, it you twice. You did it with us once. I, so I think I've done it three times. Oh, yeah, man. I didn't go the last time. I something I don't I forget. The ice cream but, uh, shit was. I've really done good. it twice with you guys. What was like your favorite hoagies there? Honestly, the veggie one was pretty great. With the eggplant, yeah, that veggie yeah, one is that one yeah, was really good. Really good. Yeah. I mean, the Italian was great, but it was. I mean, it, but it was just like you know, just a solid Italian hoagie. Yeah. Italian hoagies yeah. don't. Like they blow like me good, away. Like they're going to be yeah, good. You're like, wow, yeah. this is great. The but ceiling is a lot a, higher yeah. for Italian. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, the, the floor, floor is a lot higher. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Veggies though, you're getting a good veggie hoagie. You're like, whoa, this is. Yeah. I don't hate it. Usually, I'm like, Ugh, I can't do a video, but that was, that one was really good with the eggplant yeah. and all that in there. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then they had a tuna. The tuna. The tuna was solid. I don't. Kind of dry. That was a little dry for me. Yeah, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best, but. Yeah, the veggies great. Some of the pizzas, because yeah, when you do the hoogie room, you get them pizzas too. Oh, those pizzas are banging. That's when yeah. I had to make some room real quick. Yeah, send yeah, you it's home a lot with, of food. Yeah, and then they uh, they send you home with a fresh loaf. Oh wow! Good and stuff. the ice cream in tomorrow, that shit rocked. That was yeah. good. Oh uh, yeah, it's yeah. Like a tomorrow tasting with ice cream, that was good. Yeah, the hoogie room. I like great the shit vibe. they bring out in the beginning, like. I feel like oh those beans. I was, with the I was just yeah. gonna say those the beans. Oh, I was like, if you go to like an Italian restaurant and they bring out the big bean, you know it's gonna be a good meal. Man, when the big bean comes out, <laughs> they had, like, and the sardines or the anchovies. Yeah, the sardines yeah. yeah. with the olive oil. You. Oh, dude, they had pickled veggies too. That shit was good. Little yeah. carrots and shit. Yeah. Yeah, hoagie room solid. We'll have to uh, record a pod from there someday. Just roll up in there. It's like, yeah, we're gonna be setting up here for a minute. Like, is there a DJ night? We're like, nah, they're just gonna hog up the uh, hoagie room real quick. All right. That'd be hilarious. But, uh, but anyway. But yeah, yeah we'll Tommy be... DeVito or what's his yeah, name? Yeah, speaking of yeah. hoagies, Tommy DeVito. He might. Uh, he will fuck around. Put dude, up three fifty on. Here's us. the deal, right? The line is the Eagles are favored by thirteen and a half. Wow. What? Yeah, I checked today. I, I, was, I was thinking maybe it'd be like I don't know seven and a half, like something. I was gonna it's say even like, like above a touchdown, thirteen but. and a half. That is way too generous for this team. I think we haven't beaten a team by that much at all this year. Hell no, not I even think, close. I think the Giants are gonna win outright. Really? really? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. 
<laughs> I think the Eagles offense. Score predictions? Is, We're doing score predictions now? There's not much to talk about yeah. with this game. Unless you want to talk about Ita- Italian Tommy DeVito some more. Nah, nah fuck that guy. Yeah, so I think. He's had enough time in the sun. Yeah, I think he's going to be amongst his Italian family down here in South Philly. He's definitely got some cousins. Yeah, down you know, here. There, there could be some conflict, a lot of conflicted people in the stands. They're going to be Tommy like, fans. Been us. Families yep. fighting families. The Eagles have been butt, dude. They're yeah. going to be Tommy D fans. I think Eagles offense continues to struggle. They're so predictable. Don't run any. I mean, we talked about it upstairs yeah. before we started recording. McCaffrey called any that play out on they Monday. Run, from under center is always a run. Anytime Hertz is an empty on third down or in the red zone is a QB draw. Whenever they're in pistol, it is almost always going to be a run play. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. You know damn well the Giants have been studying tape. I think we're going to put up 17 points. I don't think the Giants put up much more, but I think they put up 21. They beat us. The vibes get worse. AJ Brown goes from fighting with people on Twitter oh, to God. fighting with people in the stands. Like that last one's not going to happen. <laughs> I can <laughs> see it, guys. Yeah, going to go. He would uh, run our test. Up. Good to, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think he goes into the stands, but yeah, I think the vibes are just mal- get malice really at bad. the link. Well, you don't got you don't have Big Dom keeping everybody calm and cool know, anymore. Yeah. So the team is really the team has really been without Dom on the sidelines. People have been losing their mind. 21-17 yeah. Giants you got? Yeah, I'm not feeling good. The, the last three. The, go, yeah. the last. What you got? Yeah, we don't. No one knows. Um, 27-21. Giants? I'm just going to leave it out there. Okay. <laughs> That's a good score. Only yeah. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty close still. But, uh, yeah. I'm going to say 31-20. Birds. Okay. They win it for Hannah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, her birthday. birthday. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay, there we go. Hopefully. Or they just lose like they always do and, and whatever. But I think 31 20. Uh, I'm going 24 17 Eagles. Damn. Okay. Y'all got the Eagles. I hope they win. I hope I'm wrong. But hey, if they aren't and they continue to lose and suck, it's more content for us to sit here and talk about. We yeah, have historically go. had the Giants number for the last couple of years, and, like, yeah, Tommy DeVito is catching a little, you know, he's having a great little run here. I get that. Um, I would like to think that we could stop Saquon a little bit. That would be the biggest factor for me is that if he really gets going. I mean, Walker ran all over us, so. Yeah. And that was with them throwing the ball decently as well, but um, you might get, you know, We'll see. I don't know. I just think that this offense needs to have their day, where the defense could give up some plays here and there, I think, but it really depends on – you really just got to shut up and play some fucking, like, good football. Jordan game, weird quotes, accountability, this and that. Just fucking play your game. You got the talent. No one's – we don't believe in the team. I mean, we don't not believe in the team. They got the talent. They can do it. This is a great time to bounce back. You're playing a pretty shitty fucking team. You're at home, Christmas Day. Yeah. Go get yourself a little fucking Christmas present. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the time to get right. Yeah, it is the it, this is it. This is the like you lose to the Giants at home on Christmas Day. <laughs> Fuck that. You're done. You're going to go get your ass beat in the playoffs. What if DeVito's having doing the seven fishes for Christmas Eve? Do you think that's going to hurt against him or what? It might. Yeah. yeah, he might be a little that's too. A, yeah. a well, might get some mercury poisoning. But that's, that's is that Christmas Eve or Christmas fish? Day? That's Christmas Eve usually. I think. Oh, oh I don't nice. know. Actually, let's hope we gotta oh, see where gosh, he buys his uh, fish from and 
it's make probably sure somewhere it's up old. there, dude. Should it's up it in up? New Jersey. We should make sure it's a little outdated so that little fucking last fish gets him a little seasick. Feeding him bad eel. Yeah. Giving giving him bad crabs. It's the bad salmon they got me. Oysters. Yeah, feed, feed him an oyster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Now, his mom probably has a really good spread. Yeah. Yeah, he's making that NFL. It's like yeah, he's not Chris- making that much Christmas money. Eve is he's not making anything, time. really. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's at home. He's like, my mom still does the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. But yeah, cool. maybe he will eat some bad fish on Christmas Eve. We can only hope. And then we get Daniel Jones back. <laughs> wait, is he like healthy? He's out or is he torn ACL. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's the reason. It'd be why. Tyrod Taylor. Wait, no, I don't know uh, who their third. He's not their backup any. I don't. Devito is a third. They they've gone through oh. Jones, Taylor, and now it's that's oh yeah, shit. Yeah. So whoever's next, I don't know. No, also though, real quick shout out. Now that we did the prediction, shout out Joe Flacco though. I'm not gonna lie for redeeming his career, yeah, dude. Randomly, elite, that's elite good for my fantasy yeah. football Flacco, team, dude. <laughs> Coming back out of here and just fucking Joe Flacco, hold up on New Jersey from tearing Flacco. it up. My yeah, fantasy, for, yeah. Uh, uh, Eagle legend Joe Flacco. Yeah, yeah. he was here for a hot minute <laughs> or like the training camp or whatever, dude. My fantasy <laughs> the we- football team. One of the weirdest signings that we've we were ever like, had. Yeah, hell yeah. Joe Flacco came back home, <laughs> and then he was gone before the season started. We're like, all right, well, that was fun while it lasted, I guess. He's gone yeah. from Flacco to Flaccid he was, back to yeah, Flacco. Joe, Joe, yeah. Fla- Joe Flacco was here uh, slightly longer than Frank Gore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, should we move on to the uh, Sixers? Yeah. Yeah, we right? can move on to them. Yeah, yes, sir. Finally, some good news. Yeah, so Daryl Morey got an extension. Yeah. I like that. I think it makes think, a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, I think overall he's done a good job. Um, I think some of the, you know, negative vibe shit has, has not really been entirely his fault. I mean, there was like the hard and weird stuff, but I mean, he's made a lot of good moves. Um I feel good about it. It also checks out with what he said all offseason where he was like, you know, when the whole Harden thing was going down, he's like, I'm not going to get hung up with keeping Harden or trading him for nothing. Like, I want to get a good value for letting him go. Because he said, you know, the next couple of years, the free agent market kind of explodes and we want to build around Embiid and Maxi and the young players that we have. And it would be tough for him to say that and then not be a part. We would be stuck in that endless cycle of like, Every three years, we have a new GM, and like you don't really know who's building the, the, the building blocks and the foundation of this team. Where it's good to see that like ownership and the GM are kind of stabilized now. So what he said, they, clearly he, he he rang through to the ownership there, and and you know got their buy-in as well. Also helps that Maxi is just going absolutely berserk, and Embiid is looking phenomenal. So yeah, he won that deal. You let Harden go. Team didn't skip a beat. You got some young, talented players. You got draft capital. You know, we'll see what happens in the future. But I think it was a really smart move to keep the top together. Yeah, I mean, in essence, he's signed through 27-28. Embiid's going to be 34 by then, which is wild to think he'll be that old. But uh, I say that old. That's how old I am now. You got an NBA, <laughs> you're on an NBA athlete. Yeah, yeah. Ancient. But yeah, I mean, it kind of just extends the the window through the end of Embiid's career. Yeah, you figure Daryl Morey will do everything he can to build a winner around Embiid until Embiid just is out of his prime and probably ready to retire. Um, and then at that point, maybe it becomes Maxi's team, and you give Daryl Morey another extension. But yeah, I think from a, a team building perspective, Daryl has had to deal with a lot of nonsense. He inherited Al Horford and. Uh, Oh man. Josh Richardson flipped them. Yeah. For Seth Curry, Danny Green, and uh the pick that got us Maxi. 
obviously yeah. drafts Maxi. Then the whole Ben Ben Simmons thing goes down. I say what we will about Harden, but he was a lot more useful to the Sixers than Ben Simmons would right. have been. Hell yeah! And then Ben empty Hennessy bottle was seriously it was good Hennessy. It pleased me a lot more than Ben Simmons did. <laughs> but uh, then uh, James Harden runs his course. Then Daryl again does the right thing. Doesn't trade him on impulse, flips him for the right move, gets us some compensation and some draft picks. So we're ready to make a move. So I think all in all, Daryl's done a solid job. Certainly he's had some misreads, but every GM's going to. Now he's here for the long haul to try to win his first championship and to try to win the Sixers one. And to, I guess, win Josh Harris's bum-ass one. Yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely earned it. And the team's given him his roses to continue the the track that he's on. I mean, it's incredible what the team has gone through just in the last, like, even six years, which sounds like a lot. But the shit that, like, the amount of players that have come in and out of this organization that could have get, gotten us farther along in the playoffs or whatnot, and we've lost, and still kind of remained consistently good. Yeah. You know, go back to, like, having Butler, losing Butler, Harden, losing Harden. You know, even when we had Seth Curry and Ben Simmons, we thought we could build, you know, Harden and, or, and beat in Simmons era. Like, that was going to be a dominating era. Um going through that transition and now it's the Maxi and Embiid era and it's honestly incredible to see the team it's for Embiid getting older literally they look like they're playing more youthful basketball they're quick they're aggressive yeah. they're having fun maybe that's just with experience with playing each other too definitely he got a new head coach helps. too like it just seems like the team is gelling there's no not a single person that's ego mm -hmm. no ego on this team Embiid's never been that way Maxi I don't think has any kind of ego at all. He just wants to play good basketball. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's exciting. It's an exciting time to be a Sixers fan, which is not what we predicted coming into this season Yeah, at I thought all. it was going to be terrible. Yeah, we all um, were like, this is it. Yeah, and and Bede is uh, ridiculous. Uh, scores, like, I mean, yeah, it was funny because, you know, um, he, you know, he's had this, like, crazy stretch the past few games where people are, like, knocking him because it's like, oh, he's just playing the Wizards and the Pistons. The Hornets, the Pistons And then twice, they lose yeah. against the Bulls, and it's like, oh, as soon as they play, like, a – and the Bulls aren't even good. So it was like – Subpar uh, team. No, yeah. like, I mean, Beat still had, like, 40 and something in that game. He still had – is, is it 14 games in a row now with 30 and 10? Yeah, yeah, he just tied uh, Kareem or yeah. something. He yeah. broke Will. I think he tied, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, and then he comes out against, you know, the – and this was, like, a, a real test for the team. It's like, okay, it's a good, like, measuring stick. Like, is best this team in the West? Really best yeah, best, best team in the Western Conference, best defense in the league. And he puts up 51 points against yeah. him, which is unstoppable. And Maxi also with a 30-burger. 35, yeah, like 30, 35 or something. Some. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, be just ridiculous. Like, he, uh, like, last night just could not miss a mid-range shot. It was nuts. Nothing. I mean, it's just the sheer dominance that he plays at, at that level as a seven foot as center, huge, and yeah. that's like what it's. It's so. I insane. feel like you, us. We're so lucky that we live in this. Like we we're we're in Philly, and we can appreciate the everyday Embiid. But I feel like last year he finally got his roses as the MVP. But I still don't think people understand how like mind boggling of just a human he is to play the game of basketball at the size and the sheer just dominating factor that he plays at 51 points on a team like that is incredible backing off of a 13 now 14 game streak of 30 plus points and 10 plus rebounds as a center who looks unassumingly athletic you don't think him as like okay he's gonna do it every week at one point i think he tied wilt for he had more 
I forget what it is. This late it, in the season, he had, he had more, more points, points than minutes. scored than minutes, and I mean yeah. that's that's only gone up. Since and he's then. led the league in in scoring three. I mean, he only got the MVP last year, but the two years before that, he led the league in scoring, and this year again, leading the league in scoring as a center. Like Dude. it's just, it's incredible. Yeah, I think uh, I got a couple things here. Sorry, I was peeing. That was a long pee. I really had to go. <laughs> like a freaking <laughs> war horse in there. Yeah, exactly. Like a war horse. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> if that's the war I don't want that as my war horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said war horse. Me. <laughs> this just sound like Rudolph over there. Isn't it? <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, you were saying how people don't appreciate his greatness. Trevor and I, we kind of talked about this last week, but... Uh, People always like to point to the fact that, yeah, foul merchant, how many free throws did he take of those 51 points? Yeah, he Only made. Only 17, I think. He made, he, made, he took seven, 18 free throws. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. Yeah. Even if you take them all away, he still has like over 30 right, points. That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> he was like, still yeah. 17 of 25 from the field well, on mostly mid-range jumpers or yeah. dunks where he's blown by people. So he's still very skilled. And then the other thing I was going to say is I went back and looked at this today is – He's averaging 35.1 points per game, which there's been very few people that averaged that many points in a season in the last, like, 40 years. One of them was Harden. Had to be when he hit that 40 40 points a game for, like— Harden was averaging 30—he averaged 36.3, I believe, in 2018. Kobe had a year we averaged 35.3. MJ had a year we averaged 37 in, like, 87, I think, or 88, sometime around then. But these are all guards. That's what I don't I'm even know the last center that averaged this many points a game. We probably are talking some Kareem. It's or Will and shit. Kareem. Yeah. I mean, which is like you're talking about Will in an era where his just sheer size just completely dominated the whole NBA. Kareem again also was a freak of nature could do that. And Bede is playing in an era where there's some other big guys he's playing against. I mean, that team has Cat. You got Cat on that team. It's the best defensive team yeah. in the league. I mean, he's yeah. playing against Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert and Cat. Defensive player of the year multiple times. Like, Rudy Gobert's against, ass. Talking about, yeah. talking about two towers, Patient though. Zero. Talking about 9-11, you're playing against Gobert and Cat. You got two big towers right there, and he's <laughs> unfazed. And then Bede knocked them both down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. George Bush is getting shook again, but it was nuts, <laughs> man. That shit was incredible. And again, Maxi too, where unassumingly 30-plus points also, <laughs> the team was just Cooking, and I yeah. love that Nick Nurse was like, I still don't even know how to use these guys at the best of their ability yet. Like, if you're still trying to figure out your players and they're playing this well, it's amazing. Yeah, they figured it out before you did, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. Sixers are riding a high right now. They're looking good. They still, you know, lost to the Bulls here and there and have shit like that, but you got Ubre getting better. Toby's really the weakest link in the starting oh, lineup there. But... Dude, Maxie yeah. was hooping, though. We got to talk about that real quick. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Embiid puts up 51. Maxie put up 35, but the thing that stuck out to me the most, right, was Minnesota, like, the first game we played them this year without Embiid, they kind of just threw a bunch of big defenders at Maxie and kind of owned his ass. Oh, well, yeah. But this game, they threw those big defenders at him. He's blown by, guys. He's... Taking the taking the ball out of his hands, giving it to someone else, and letting them find him just off movement for like spot up threes or just drives to the lane. I think that was probably probably not more impressive, but probably more important because you're going to play good defenses like that in the playoffs where you need Maxi to be able to make an impact when big defenders aren't letting him make the impact the way he's used to. I thought that that was really neat to see. And then at the end of the game, when they both did the post game interview. 
and it was Taron Hatcher was like, yeah, I'll let you guys talk about each other and really kind of gas each other up because I know you don't like to talk about each other. And then just hearing them just swoon over the other's oh, yeah. game. And Bede's like, yeah, he should be an all-star starter. And Maxie's like, he makes my life so much easier. <laughs> man, that was so heartwarming, man. Seeing yeah. big brother, little brother just on display for everyone to see. They're a lot of fun. It's just neat to see that, like, I feel like the last couple of years we were waiting for the Sixers to, like, bring in a hot commodity veteran all-star to help guide Embiid through his career and this, you know, bring him to the promised land where now you're seeing that Embiid's that guy and Maxi is the young guy and Embiid's being able to bring him up and Embiid's still playing at an MVP level caliber player and Maxi now has really turned it on and is just killing it. And it's just so fun to see. I mean, I don't I didn't I don't think any of us saw this happening no, at all this year. Um if anything I thought there were talks of people, you know, oh, Embiid hit his peak a little bit after he won the MVP. Like, he won't ever, you know, he won't play this dominantly again. And he's having a more of an MVP yeah, level year this year than last year. Yeah, like, there, this is this would be a confident MVP year for Embiid compared to last year. Last year was, like, the whole back and forth between him and Jokic and, oh, when could he get it? It felt kind of like a pity MVP, I'm not going to lie, when it came down to the end of it. Yeah. Where this year, he's, they're fucking locked in. They don't, and look. It's nice to see. I feel like that monkey's off his back. And he can just focus on trying to win a championship. Mm. He's just also just sheerly just kicking the shit everybody in the league. Even Anthony Edwards was swooning over him, yeah. too. He's like, <laughs> I don't know how you stop that, man. I don't see them losing many games. I'm trying to pull up. There was this straw poll for MVP. Did you all uh, talk yeah, about this? ESP, he hinted it at the ESPN, very beginning, uh, but not. we didn't yeah. talk about it. So MVP's handily in the lead, right? I think last week I said that I thought that a lot of, like, NBA media types would still take Jokic just because Embiid let them down when they voted for him last year. It's kind of hard to ignore his, his statistics. So Embiid, out of, I don't know how to really classify this, out of 99 total votes, Embiid has 63 first place votes, 27 second place, and very few third, fourth, or fifth. So in terms of total points, I forget how this is weighted. Embiid has 848 points for MVP. Jokic is second at 630, over 200 behind him. Damn. Then no bag Giannis, I'm going <laughs> to complain about a basketball Giannis, is third with 352. He had a pretty so ass like, game of the day. He had the game, he had 64 points and was complaining about a basketball. Yeah. Yo, so Embiid right now, it's his award to lose. He just needs to stay healthy. Doesn't need to continue to be this good because I don't expect him to, but... Needs to continue to put up numbers, and he's he going to win it again. He hasn't given us any reason to believe that he won't put up numbers. I mean, you can't expect the fifty burger every time, but th- he's been cruise control on this thirty and ten, which is pff, fine with me. I will take it. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I guess the last thing, real quick, I hinted at Giannis that Pat Bev shit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, your Pat Bev was saying he would have popped the ball. He's had to pop that bitch. He's yeah. like, yeah. And peel it like an orange. <laughs> <laughs> sign my name on it. You drop 64 on me. I'm going to sign my name on it. Pop it. Here, you can have this ball. Pat Bev continues to be the man, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been drinking a lot of post-game beers and now too yeah, he's, this little he, run. he's been getting drunk. Yeah. A man of the people. <clears throat> yeah. How does that, that wrap up the Sixers? Yeah, we good. Mm-hmm. I guess we can. Did the Flyers win? Did we check the? That's what a happened? good question. Yeah, what happened there? It I'm going to say no. they lost. Lost four two. Oh, uh, four. Oh. man. Well, kind of had that feeling 
when every time they would score, it would just be an instant bang. Okay, yeah, retaliation yeah, yeah. goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the so the point, the point streak, streak is, is over. over. Yeah, 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 we probably jinxed but, it by mentioning yeah, it in the yeah. open. Shouldn't have done that. Mm. Oh well. That's all right though. Hey, they still. There's no expectations of this season, so they're still playing way above what we thought they would be. Yeah. So, you know, played a good game. They played a good team. Yeah. Scrappy yeah, team. I'm natural. sure we're starting to probably piss off people as well. We're like, people are starting to talk a little bit about the Flyers. They're like, wow, they're kind of a... I saw a poll the other day. They're like, they're the most exciting team in hockey right now. Just because, like, you don't... They're like a wild really card. Expected, you, don't, you know, yeah. you don't know what to expect. Yeah. And they're kind of playing crazy and winning games. So... I'm sure teams that are a better unit are probably like, fuck these guys. They're still the Flyers, which is fine. Um, but they're going to lose games. I mean, it's not. I, it's nice to see a team that, like, when they surprise you winning so much, they're being better than you expected, and then they lose every now and then. You're like, I don't really care. It's all right, you know. Yeah. Playing with house money. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Worst case scenario, we go on a fucking 30 game lose streak and get a good, better draft pick. So, like, there's yeah, no they, real. They provide yeah. us the excitement early and let us yeah, down late. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Which is like pretty on par with what they usually do, so I'm not bad with it. But yeah, tough fought loss. It's a shame they lost at home and a couple. The last they home definitely could have won while. that game. Yeah, they could have won yeah, that game for sure. Disney on ice. Yeah, which road trip, which is, I guess the Sixers also. Yeah, I, I want to talk about that for a minute, right? Yeah, the Delia Center. You going? Hell no. <laughs> we should just go to the Disney on Ice one of these times just to see. We could do the pot at Disney on Ice. Well, no, I'm curious. Holy do, shit, Mickey Mouse just did it. Do y'all like Disney like that? I know mm. some people love Disney as adults. I mean, no, not, not really. Disney no. adult. Not that. I'm I think they're kind of weird, but yeah. I also don't want to not. I don't want to yuck their yum at the same time. Oh, you, you know say that too? You adults. say that too? We don't yuck other people's yums? <laughs> you say that? That's because it sometimes, hits. You know some Disney. You. A lot of Disney people. Yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum, but at the same time, Disney on Ice really screws the Flyers and Sixers every oh, year. They have fair. this two game, this two week road trip every year at the end of December, early January. <laughs> but the children because of love Disney the on books. Ice. What yeah. do you, what well, do you, that's maybe maybe they should, if they build the new Sixers arena, they can have the Disney on Ice over there. No, wait, what? They'll just keep it at. Well, I guess they would just keep. Then it Maybe at, the Flyers. They're not, they're not gonna put ice in the. They're building Sixers a whole stadium. arena for Disney on Ice. <laughs> they're, they build. They build this this new Sixers they should arena. Just have the just Flyers put play in, an put an ice rink in there just for like a few days out of the year. The Flyers should just <laughs> play across the street. In Center City, the par- parents would lose their mind. They yeah. would not want That's to drive true. to Center yeah. City. But then you can see There's the Macy's no building, though. You know, do a little Macy's. You can do Christmas Village. Christmas Village. And they can make a nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. That's true. Potentially. Yeah. Or they could just stay down in South Philly and the Sixers could still play at home. Yeah. He's got to yeah, bring back the Spectrum. Yeah. yeah the and Spectrum was just, banging, dude. Yeah, dude. Did uh, yeah. you guys ever go there? Hell yeah, I went yeah. to the Spectrum. I went there a handful Every, of times. When the Phantoms still played here, they would play at the Spectrum. Yeah, even after yeah. everyone else moved. Maybe like five bucks. Okay. That shit ruled. Yeah, I remember oh. getting out of the Flyers and Sixers game sometimes and you just be walking by the Spectrum and it's this tiny little building <laughs> compared to the Wells Fargo mm-hmm. and the Link. The Spectrum was cool as hell, man. I'm pretty sure I went and saw Alan Iris in there his first couple seasons at the Spectrum, I think. No way. They had the blueprint set. Keep everything in one spot. Keep yeah, they don't, don't need to break <laughs> it up. No. But, yeah, I guess the last thing I had on the Flyers is teams. They said this on the broadcast. I forget exactly what it was. I think I butchered it when I wrote it down. But teams in the top half of the Eastern Conference playoff standings on Christmas – Make the playoffs over eighty percent of the time. 
I think the last month I said teams that are in a playoff position at Thanksgiving make it about 76% of the time. So where the Flyers are right now at Christmas, 80% of the time they make the playoffs. They're in a really weird position because going the season, you would think they're definitely selling at the deadline, which they probably still might trade off a couple guys. But at this point, you know, that might rub the players the wrong way. Yeah, it's you like, can't do it. It's like we've, like, worked our asses off and gotten this, and, like, you got to, like, give us a chance to, you know. Do something here. Yeah, you got to, like. There's clearly some. There's it's a like at, at some point you have to, like, you know, just say, like, the players have earned a right to, to you play. know, play in the playoffs with the team that they have. And even though, I mean, I'm sure they, they all understand what where the organization is and they're in a rebuild and all this stuff, but it's like. Fuck it, we're winning games. Like less. Well, even Briere was like, I mean, the team is playing obviously yeah. above the level that we thought. They're definitely not going like, to be buying, but no. But there's like you said, they're they low. like each other, man. They're yeah. enjoying yeah. playing with each other. Don't break them up now, just to break them up and for a projected good thing. I mean, the goal is to make the playoffs, and you're just doing a little bit sooner than you thought you would. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, I mean. Keep the team together. Though it would be a Heck. truly flyer thing to do to have an 80% success rate to get the playoffs and then not make the well, playoffs. Well, we wouldn't be mad about that. It's a better draft pick. It's a win-win. Definitely. That's what I'm saying. There's no, you're, you're chilling. You're all right. But, yo, so, Kelly, I know you play in a league of sports. That's we will talk true. about Gaelic football. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll give, it, give it its segment. But I'm curious. Are there trades in this league? <laughs> um. Well, for the men's, there kind of is. Where really? It's, it's kind of like, so... There's a for the American teams, uh, they'll bring over guys and they're called sanctions. So those guys will come Ooh. over, um, and they'll be kind of scouted sometimes from like Ireland or it's kind of like all relationship to like people like they all know each other. They want to get traded to their friend's team. Kind of, yeah, but it's like you don't get it's amateur, so you don't get paid. So oh okay, it's so in Ireland, it's like. You'll be next to a plumber and then like a financial analyst on a field, but they all play for their county and it's like oh that's cool for the pride of their county and stuff like that. And then like you know it gets bigger and bigger. Um, but I can't even talk about the 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 GAA in Ireland because I just don't know enough about it. And I've I've tried and I've just like it's all over. I was when I was there, I was like trying to figure out how to like I couldn't even figure out how to find out when or where like games are being held like i was like there's like a, there was a website but it had like yeah. nothing on it how do you find out where like when these games are happening honestly you could just ask someone on the street be like, yeah tell me the next year i was like it'd be cool it? to like go see like a you know like a hurling match or some shit but yeah. um i couldn't figure it out so yeah i went yeah. to i just went to like a regular old soccer game when i was there a football game oh yeah yeah, if you will. Good. yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. which was it was a great game <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, the USGAA uh, that that became huge. Like when everyone started coming over to America, and there's like a bunch of big, huge divisions. Like New York, we don't even play New York teams because they have their own division, like their own. Like USGA is separate from New York because of oh, wow. how so many big teams it is. they got. Yeah. So do you play teams from other parts of the East Coast? Yeah. So our biggest competitors for like at least for the women's team is uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Good. DC. That's a good division. I don't like Pittsburgh. Well, I, I not, like Pittsburgh as a city. But they're not I don't in like our Pitt. division, but we ha- we choose to play with them. And then there's another. There's two women's teams. Finally, the the Delco Gales were new. My team is the Notre Dame's latest Gaelic football club. Um, and that so we, we because we were the only team, we would go to other cities. But now we have this inner city 
So you don't have to travel as far for for all your matches. Yeah, but it kind of gets old because you you keep playing the same team over and over, and you're like, all right, spanking. Like, like, I've already checked this girl seventeen times. Yeah, it's like the Harlem Globetrotters playing the Washington Generals. Yeah, (laughs) she's like getting a little too personal. Like, all right, you check me every time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't played. I didn't play this past year because I fucked up my knee. But I was helping. Yeah, Uh, I was help coaching and training people and. Trying to help out however I could. So that was fun. Different role. Different weird times. So when you say free agents and stuff like that, they they don't get paid. So like Uh -uh. you, so they got to get their own flight. Yeah. But sometimes the club will like sponsor that. They'll they'll find them jobs over here, a place to live and stuff. Like they'll, they'll make you part of the community, part of the football, like very closely. Like in the men's, the men's teams are all up in upper Derby. Okay. A lot of them. Do they get jealous when they're like, damn, they flew in. You know, oh, Seamus yeah. from Dublin. You know, we got the rivalry is huge yeah. among the men's. <laughs> they yeah. get like the oh, giant that sounds fun. six foot ginger from. They're you know, like BFFs throughout the entire year, except for the football season. I nice. can see that. Yeah. So. And getting like, football yeah. is a little bit of soccer, football, basketball. I like to call it soccer with hands, because yeah. um, it's not every rugby is a bad connotation just because you can't tackle. So it's like more like the soccer pressure where you can like shoulder you can put a little pressure on them and stuff like that but you can't fully tackle you can't fight people no but philadelphia <laughs> players do i'm sure no, they do yeah. you, so. you already know <laughs> yeah you'll grab a couple beers after the game when you're done fighting though and yeah. everyone's merry or they all still keep it off the court pretty um i guess like i feel like the summer is a pretty hot time just because there's people get really angry on the field and uh you know there's been times i've had to be on I forget even what the, the, it's like a board where I have to make a call about was that out of line and then oh, I have to. I've can had, you ban someone from the league? Not ban uh, them, but I've been like, you can't play the next game. Well, because I was just. Oh, they, were, they probably get mad at you're you. You're like a ref. Well, then you brought, it's, <laughs> it's funny because I'm, I've just been a part of the Philadelphia board before. So they're like, hey, you're a neutral person. Can you just make this call? Like, what is it? Like, this person got a yellow card. What does it say for this infraction? in the rule book and then I have to look it up with other people and then I have to issue this I'm like this is a lot yeah, I don't so know you're like, you're like, <laughs> yeah, like you're the person yeah. that like we're calling New York it's Kelly you're like yes that is yes, a, I'm, I'm watching the tape right now, now. Oh, yeah. so you're Secaucus <laughs> yeah. okay no but I've it's more just like oh can you do this they ask as a favor and I'm like sure but but yeah. then it puts a target on your back then when they see you coming across uh, the middle of the pitch and they like, sound oh, like she I'm was buried the one, she was the one that made that call I'm like I didn't do it you guys okay the ref called that on me yeah, <laughs> they, they they get too many red cards. They lose their visa. I have to go back, to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they have to pay for their own flight back. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done that in a while, but there's been times I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, I don't Damn. know these guys that yeah. well. Yeah, it's been a bit since I did that, but yeah, it's fun. It's like um, like there's a soccer net. Basically, the best way I can describe it is a soccer net with a field goal on top. So you can kick it into the goal for three points and the field goal for one. And then the soccer field's pretty much this. It's it the the pitch is like si- similar to a soccer field. It's a can little bit bigger. Can you throw the ball at all? You can't throw it, but you can. It's like a hand pass, or you can kick it with your foot, or it can be on the ground too. But it's kind of it's easier to control the ball when you have it. Can in you your run hands. it with your hands? You can, but it's so if multiple steps. Yeah, but you you can take. What is it? Sorry, I'm thinking out loud. No, you have to dribble the ball while you're doing it. So you can either bounce the ball on the ground. Oh shit. But you can't double bounce. You have to. You can take four steps, kick it back up to your hands, and then take another four steps, bounce it. But you can't oh, take fuck. four oh, steps. That requires and bounce. coordination. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. 
And so, like, the hand pass is kind of like a volleyball pass. Yeah. You know, the punting is regular, like, soccer punting. Um, Damn. Yeah. It's just, like, really fun. It's fast-paced. Is and... the ball regular round? Yeah. It's okay. it's a little bit heavier than a soccer ball. It look, kind of looks like a volleyball, too, the way it's, like, you know, like, the lines on the ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Yeah, if like you're defending someone, you're kind of like this, like for you're you're like man to man, like trying to get them setting picks and shit. Yeah, trying to like block the ball, and like when a girl's going up to punt the ball, if you're a defender, you have to throw your hands up to try and block that shit. Yeah. So like you're getting the power of that strike Fuck. right into. Do you your... ever get kicked? Oh yeah, all the time. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it sucked. That's hardcore. So you're on the injured list. Yeah, I'm probably done for. You're retired? I think so, What? Yeah. I don't think I can do it. Damn. It's a young man's game. I'm not going to lie. It does yeah. sound intense and a lot yeah. of weird moving I'm just around. Not in, I'm not in shape. Like You have to be in soccer shape. I'm just not there anymore. It feels like you got to be no, kind of like, not even just soccer shape, brolic. but like flexible. Yeah. Like you're doing like bending over, throwing, like kicking. Like, you know, it, it's a lot of. Yeah, yeah. you got to have your wits about you. It's Damn. true. It's really fun, though. It's been like, I started, I think, when I was 24. And now I'm thirty, I'm thirty, turning thirty four soon. So I was part of it you for like. Old? That was a good career, <laughs> though. Not gonna lie. No, but a decade, yeah, these knees are talking louder than I am. Ten year career though was a pretty yeah. Uh, yeah. That's about career. the career for an average athlete. Yeah, you did it. I really wish I, because like there's people that have played in like the youth leagues and stuff, and I like wish I had found it earlier. But it's, you can always it's teach fun. the youth. Yeah, that's true. There's a ton of uh, yeah, ton of youth programs in Philadelphia. They actually have their own league themselves and yeah okay wow that's, good. that's incredible well gaelic football everybody yeah gaelic football try it yeah. out so Check how out. often are the matches uh so we usually kick off in like april there's like a seven aside tournament up in limerick that's where the philadelphia gaa fields are um limerick yeah right by the like the outlets mm-hmm. and then i feel like we try to get four games with the other women's team and then we'll try to do like little tournaments here and there with local like Pittsburgh, Baltimore, DC uh, women's teams. And then the finals are there's always a USGA final somewhere in the United States. Last year it was in Denver. This year is San Francisco. Oh, yeah, nice and warm. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll okay. see. San Francisco's not. Yeah. compared to Denver. Except in well, Northern Denver, California. you're dealing with that altitude. Ooh, That's what I'm saying. Denver with... was hot and dry. It was in that altitude. And you're, yeah. you know, mile high. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it usually ends end of August, so April to August. Okay. So we're kind of trying to get as many games as possible with like the ho- consideration of the holidays. So gotcha. Can we yeah. find this Gaelic league at the St. Patty's Day parade? Yeah, we walk in the parade. I feel That's like true. I saw, oh, I yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw you last year. I was like, is that coming? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, I think the the youth. Yeah, like there's a bunch of like <laughs> the men's teams are there, women's. Yeah, it's fun. Good times. Nice. You guys should come oh, watch. Cool. Yeah. Dom, yeah for interested for yeah. sure. Yeah. I've okay. never seen it live, so I'm still trying to wrap my head around the game style. Yeah, it's really fun. It's fu- it's really fun to watch the men's, too, because it is definitely more quicker paced, obviously, but, um, I'll yeah. watch whoever plays. Yeah, care. I don't care. Yeah. It's, it's great. i men, women, kids. Yeah. And hurling will be there, too, <laughs> so you can catch a hurling game. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Cool. Hurling is like field hockey lacrosse with sticks in the air it's insane yeah oh that sounds fun yeah yeah it looks cool <laughs> i don't know why i thought hurling was like shot put no yeah, it's like the stick <laughs> hurling yeah i kind of i kind of get it or yeah. like curling i gotta mix up with curling oh yeah oh yeah my bad yeah, very hurling good. is uh, they asked me to play i was like well the women's 
uh, name is called Kamogi. And I was like, there's no fucking way I'm ever doing that. So <laughs> weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so before um, before we had here, we are, since it is, uh, you know, New York Giants week, a uh, couple, couple, couple New York related things I wanted to get to. So, um, well, I guess briefly, uh, Rui Giuliani is declaring, <laughs> <laughs> declaring yeah. bankruptcy. Oh. The, for, the for, yeah. former America's mayor uh, the, 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 is, has been ordered to, to pay uh, 148 million dollars to um, to he's uh, broke Georgia as a election George workers. Case. He yeah. don't have that kind of money. Yeah, so now Clearly. he's declaring bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. What mm. a uh, what a fall for that guy, man! Mm. Like he's saved the city yeah. from 9/11. Yeah, right. Like he. He should have well, just. Well, did he save it from 9 11? No, no, he didn't really save it. I was being sarcastic, dude. I didn't mean that. He didn't, like, jump in front of the planes. Like Godzilla, like, oh, we're good, guys. I didn't mean that. I messed it up. I messed it up. But, like, that guy should have just called it quits then and just stopped doing politics and everything. He could have just made a living being, like, a motivational speaker. You get that little taste of power. Yeah, he could have just shown up at, like, you know, like sales conferences and like, you know, talk to like the NYPD, like, yeah, just, show up at, like the, or something. yeah just be like showing up at like hotel conference rooms, talking to people mm-hmm. about nine 11 and just collecting like thousands of dollars for each one. Just living large. Instead he did the, so he, got, movie. so he got mixed up with oh. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. So he got mixed up with all this uh, shit, and now he's sweating gravy and, he, and broke yeah. as fuck. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, yes, this, the <laughs> the dye sweat the spray tan coming that out. That was and funny then, in the board. And he was like dude. the guy at oh. the the Four Seasons press conference at the fucking raw. Landscaping. Oh my god, that's an all time moment, man. Like, I love that that happened. That was epic. I knew where that was too because I used to work up at the Northeast, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, this that is was, in the middle of nowhere." Yeah, that was hysterical. I saw like, "What in the fuck?" How also, do you like, screw that one up? You don't like so, ever. It's so just, funny. You also just, didn't think that like so, when you pulled up on Google Maps, you're like, "Something isn't right here." Yeah, this is way outside <laughs> yeah. of Center City, Philadelphia. Like, yeah, like why am I doing a? Like, but whatever. I also love that the landscaping coming was like, fuck yeah, you, get, you guys could go. It was no good for problem. them. It's good for their yeah, business. They became, they, they became like a tourist attraction yeah. for a while. Yeah. Like, you're probably like, oh, I need, need some garden shears. Like, I'll fucking come here or whatever. Yeah. But then so so jumping from that to the current uh, America's mayor, Eric Adams. Uh, oh, this oh, thing he said. He was, this was in some me. kind of interview uh, earlier this week. Also, nine eleven related. Uh, yeah, we, 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 we had a lot cool of Yeah, we have a lot of nine eleven on this pod. I don't know what that says yeah. about us. Never forget, you know. This like we've come to the end of what was a very eventful twenty twenty three, right? <laughs> so, when you look at the totality of the year, if you had to describe it, and it's tough to do in one word, what would that word be? And tell me why. Uh, New York. Uh, this is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center <laughs> to a, a person who's celebrating a new business that's open. Uh, this is a very, very complicated city, and that's why it's the greatest city on the globe. 
Mr. Oh. Mayor, we've come to the end of what was it? <laughs> oh, my God. That's why what, I did he, what did that come out? I'm sorry. I, I think this it was like, early, week, it was like yeah. one day or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, yeah, love that that the guy, I love that the guy first said in one word. He just yeah, said in New one York. He's like, New York. <laughs> yeah, two words. And then here's, no, it's going to get even crazier. <laughs> Is that Charles Barkley or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, the two, the, two, the two shades of New York. Opening a business or uh, 9-11. Seeing a plane crash into a building. Really, the highs of New York and the lows of New York. Big It's got everything. Oh, man. You know, you could uh, you could uh, see uh, a Broadway production of Lion King the musical, or you could also get murdered by the son of Sam. Right. Killer. It's shot in the face. You <laughs> know yeah. who's you know who's not bankrupt though. Oh, that man eating that lobster, eating on, the lobster on the yeah, train in New York. Life. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing you might see is a man just ripping apart a whole lobster and eating yeah, it on the subway. Man, yeah, Did he have butter eat... with it too? Was he dipping? I, I hope so. I, I didn't see had... butter. I don't see. Well, we're what? talking about there was a man who ate a whole lobster on the New York subway, taking up taking up many seats. Four seats. Like the New York Post article that it was in mentioned like five different times that like he was taking up a lot of seats. Rightfully so, though. No one's going to hey, sit in those seats. You got I mean, shell hey, like, factor flowing out. You got shell allergies if you're allergic to shellfish. Yeah. You got. Potentially lobster butter on the juice train. Shooting around lobster juice smells. Yeah, also that shit hits at a certain point. You get a little rattle a little bit. You it smells know what? good. <laughs> Depending on your opinion of seafood. Depending on where he I got I like his... the smell. <laughs> what you, yeah, what's your, what's your guys' take on eating uh, uh, food in the subway? I think it depends on Absolutely what you're eating. Absolutely. Or Yeah, it does depend on what you're eating. If it's something quick. Yeah. Hot dog? Like a hot dog oh, or a slice yeah. of pizza, I'll eat that before I touch anything. Burger? Yeah. But a lobster, you're not going to sit there and inhale a whole lobster. you got to break it apart. Yeah. There's multiple pieces to it. You're going to get the juices. Mm-mm. Nah, no he was just, he had a coat on. He had his beard. He probably had all these lobster chunks in his beard. <laughs> that's for when he gets on the train. Well, that's where he gets where he's going. Yeah. But no, yeah. to answer your question, most things I would not eat on the train. Churro? Yes. You know a I mean? bag of potato chips, sure. Pretzel, definitely. I've definitely eaten a hoagie on the train before. A bronzino, maybe. Now I'll play. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's like a big no-go. Yeah, you'll yeah. be yeah. getting bones. Ew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, not me. I wouldn't. You but, know, I'm just saying. Pizza just is a little tough. Yo, if but, it's a triangle slice, if it's a square slice, it's probably easier. Also, a subway ride in Philadelphia is definitely less than New York City, so... You know? Yeah, you, you, you only have, have a lot of time unless you just want to go for a ride yeah, from south true. to north and have a little snack on there. I don't know what you'd be. You don't have a lot of time to eat. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's definitely easier to to eat on the on the train here because it's just not as crowded. Like it's 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 hilarious because yeah. the 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 difference in because um, when I lived in New York, it would be like. Um, you know, if there was like any seat open on the train, I'm getting to that seat. Like as long as my ass can fit, I'm, I'm oh, sitting. People don't play I'm that sitting around down. here. In Philly, it's like. Nah, like I'm not sitting next to anybody. Because <laughs> yeah. like, like most of the time you don't have to, so it's like, yeah, I'll st- like the ten percent of the time I have to stand. Like fuck it, I'll just stand. But yeah. it's like, no, you I'm don't not. be sitting like, next to you, people. Not in Philly. No, no I don't it's, care. Is if there's a seat open, I'm maybe sometimes, but like, uh, I mean, like the only time that's ever an issue is if I'm going to and from work, and it's only a few stops, so it's like mm-hmm. whatever. Like I don't. Uh, but I guess get, that's true. New York, those rides sometimes you're sometimes on the train for like, like twenty five, thirty yeah, minutes. So it's yeah. like, yeah, if there's like any space, then it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm fucking squeezing in there. The problem though, sitting on the subway, though, is that when it does eventually get packed when you're sitting down, then you get all the butt. You know, what I mean, you got. People farting in your face and shit. You got, you know what I mean? Dude, I, I, like once, I remember, uh, like the worst was, I, I haven't, 
I don't know if I've ever had this happen to me in Philly, but I, cause like I don't have to ride the train like every day, but like when I live in New York, it's like I'd be riding the train like every single day. Um, and every once in a while, there'd be like the train would have to stop because of like some kind of like, you know, police incident further down the line or whatever. Suicide. And it would take so fucking long for the train to start up again. And like every once in a while, you're just like, Pat, you're just like holding on. There's like just people like, everywhere like you nah, have no nah, room yeah. i don't like that you're, then you're just like standing like that for like a half hour people Ugh. start getting a little antsy yeah it's a bad energy to yeah. be in, in a tube in that, in, that, yeah. in that situation i would definitely not eat a lobster i could tell you that oh much. hell no no you'd, uh, you'd have people sweat vapor maybe maybe your, maybe maybe, maybe some shrimp oh without mm. the shell or with shell still on well it'd have to be you can't eat you have to eat without with the shell on well, I, I mean, guess like, you I'm can. About, yeah, yeah, I guess you can. When you, are you eating like peel and eat, or are you eating like already peeled? I'm talking peel about like yeah, I'm not just like ready to eat. I'm just yeah, just ready to eat. You know, we're yeah, talking about shrimp. Yeah, you know, if you had a little bag, shrimp is out of the question. But we're talking about lobster. Come on, I'm just saying. You know, lobster's out of the question too. Not for me. Yeah, nope. shrimp is more of a snack. Yeah, you can have you can have like a bag of little shrimps and I just want to limit the amount of finger food. I think you should try this soon in (laughs) Philadelphia. Just bring a ziploc bag because you don't have to hold the food. Yeah, you just hold the stick. Right. I think it's all about the touching of the food that I have to eat on the subway. Corn dog, uh, pretzel with a little bit of paper. You know what I mean? Shrimp. It's a lot of finger. You're not really touching the shrimp because you're touching the shell, like the bottom part, the little fin. You know oh, the I mean? tail? Yeah. yeah, so then you could get away with that. Shrimp, definitely. You yeah. would not be the most popular discard, person, yeah. but... If you had, like, kind of, like, the... I mean, the best would be, like, the sort of, like, fried, like, popcorn shrimp kind of thing. Oh, but, hell yeah. yeah. Like that that you can just... Shrimp. Yeah. Maybe some deviled eggs. Hard boy, stinky, dude. Oh yeah, you're gonna bust that out. Then you, then you get a seat every time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> just the guy shoveling you deviled whole, eggs in your mouth. Yeah, you might, you like get a whole cart. Eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They sell them little travel cases. Yeah, for eggs at least, not like deviled yeah. egg cases, but they yeah. probably do. They do. Little, yeah, yeah. I mean, some like like bodegas are inconvenienced. You can get the little just like they just sell like hard boiled eggs. Beer tacos would be tough. Yeah. Yeah, you're not eating birria tacos, dipping them in the consomme. You ain't doing all that. Hell no. Nah. But hey, man. One time, I'm pretty sure I sat and pissed on the subway. Ooh. Yeah. In Philly, I'm sure you did. I didn't see it. I didn't see it on the seat. I sat down I'm like, oh, my butt feels a little wet. And then I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And it was definitely piss. Oh damn. Yeah. I mean, that's life in the city, man. Yeah, man. Yes. Speaking of life in the city, we didn't recap the kickball game. Oh, oh yeah. shout out to the. The P-Tents, yeah. absolutely dem- Ap- aptly named for the man that just said he sat in pee on the train. Not in my tent, safe and sound. I was exposed to the elements. But the P-Tents, yeah, the P-Tents defeated the, the, the Toilet Crushers. The t- toilet Crushers. Uh, close game, I will say. It was a say. good game. 16-13. Yo, shout out to everyone that came out. I think some of y'all are new listeners that we talked about the pod to on Sunday. We did hand out some coasters, so... Or oh, sticker nice. coaster, so hopefully people will scan that code and like this. Uh, but yeah, man, the team, I will say, talk about adversity. We didn't really face much. We were ahead the whole game, so, you know, we had... If a, anything, my team started making a comeback. They came back a little bit, but as a good, you know, team and what we do, we stay together. We stay strong. Nobody was, you know, doing inspirational quotes. We just kept drinking, staying loose, 
and playing good ball, good team ball, except for that one time that I ran into Trevor and we did have a bad play that way. But other yeah, than that, well, that was funny yeah. as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of ate shit there. <laughs> it was like the three. No, that was on your own that you did that one. Uh, yeah, I think that <laughs> you was like fell my backwards. Fault. You, I was... like had it and then just yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing you're all healed up from her- hernia surgery. Runs? One from their team. Not for me. The, the guy that batted ahead of me, yeah, he was killing it. Yeah, Brian, yeah, he was killing boot, it. Right? Yeah, Brian, he had a boot right there. I had a couple of RBI doubles. I was playing good, except mm. my error opened the floodgates. That's when you all scored the go-ahead runs. Yeah, It was two outs. I robbed you on that one I know, play. I was pissed. That was and a then the next too. play, the ball comes right back to me, but that's after I'd been drinking a little fireball. <laughs> so I was a little buzzing. I could feel that fireball rumbling <laughs> in my tummy. And then I went to go catch the ball, and it just bounced in front of me, and then it bounced over my head. That's what and we got to go And then a couple runs scored, and that, after that, they just they they scored a few more runs. Damn. Ended up being the difference of the game. We lost by three. Bottom of the ninth came about. Do you guys play with the bigger balls? Or like yeah. This, okay, yeah. Just a big bouncy ball. I've played yeah. with that one before. It's like so awkward and you're like catching it like this. Well, no, like, not that Not big. like the huge oh. one. It's like yeah. a regulation just size, a kick, size oh. kick ball. But it also okay, has like okay. a little bit of like a bubble to it, so it's a little bit lopsided. Yeah, it's like not fully inflated. No, it's fully inflated, oh. but it's almost it's, like too inflated. It bounces weird. It has like a, okay. it's like an egg shape almost. Is this through like the, the Philadelphia This is just us no? playing. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, um, we know there's like other leagues, yeah. but we, we just do it recreationally. I don't think other leagues would allow us to drink and have picnics. Yeah. Maybe I, they would. I picked off somebody. Maybe Philly's pretty chill like that. But. Okay. Bottom of the ninth, <laughs> I missed somebody coming down the first baseline. Then the second time someone came down, I got her pretty good, got her out. And then some cat tried stealing second off me while I had the ball, and I picked him off to end the game. Yeah, yeah, my main, uh, I Jamie, I think it was. Mm-mm. Jamie was Quick, a little aggressive. Fast around the bases, but I said, not today. We're ending this game right here. But it was fun. Me and Hannah Gall Deep were talking shit a little bit before the game. That's yeah. how we built this up. Nice. So we both were captains, and uh, <laughs> the P-10s got it done. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. on the team didn't know what a P-10 was, so I had to educate yeah, everybody That was first, funny but, as hell. Oh, yeah. I just I peed in one of those recently. In a pee tent. Yeah, but I've never done it before. That was my first time. I had a picture of it. We were like, look at yeah. this. Yeah, right there. Interesting experience for sure. Yeah. Smelly. What was was it a bucket? It what was, was the vessel? Right into the grate. Oh. It was actually I was like, that's a good spot. Oh, that's what's up. That's, that's a good smart. spot. Yeah. That's a rare pick right there. It's a very yeah. strategically placed pee tent. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't the girl's first uh, tailgate. <laughs> well, it's very hard to find a great in a parking lot, but that's good. Uh, that's yeah. a good spot. Yeah. That's a that's, that's a, a very like a sought after spot. Yeah. Big time. You can dump a lot of shit in that great. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it's crazy. That's a good spot. Damn, I wonder if anyone ever does a number two down there. I would try. Oh. You gotta hope that it's like a solid lock, cause then you get a straight and narrow. But if it misses a little bit, then you gotta. You can't. You can't kick it. I wasn't you. going that far. But <laughs> you, you, a, you open up Pandora's box. <sighs> I would try. Yeah. Of late, yeah, I've been we, having pretty you're solid not, stools. Okay, you're a number. You're a number three or four on the Bristol stool scale. Okay. I've been having some pretty. Good. You you've been eating that fiber, drinking that water. Good for you. It's been yeah. I don't need to get too much into detail, but we're flowing. <laughs> it's good to hear. Good gut. But never in the pee tent. No, yeah. that's that's nope. like a that's nope. a red flag. No pooping in the potty. Yeah, yeah. none of that. We got time yet or no? What time I think we're pretty much. Yeah, we're at like an hour thirty. Okay. All right. We Should can wrap this then. up. Uh, that'll just about do it for us here tonight, everybody. Uh, please leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcast. Follow on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. What? 
Ask Kelly if she has anything to plug. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, where can people find... Uh... Yeah, what do you got to plug? Um, we talked about Gaelic football. I'll plug the te- my team. It's the Notre Dame's latest Gaelic football club. Um, we play and We practice in Fairmount and we play up in Limerick, PA. Um, I'm pretty sure you could go to PhiladelphiaGAA.com to, for seeing all the other teams if you're a male or female or non-binary who plays still. Um, and then I just want to also plug the South Philly, South Philadelphia Food Fridges because that was an organization I got involved with during COVID. Um, you can clean a fridge, you can stock it, you can pick up food and stock it. You can be involved as little or as much as you want. And I think it's a great organization. And yeah, that's, that's all I got. Thank you. Nice. Well, thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. You may not have contributed too much of the sports talk, but that's okay because you contributed greatly yeah. to everything else, and we'd love to have you again. Cool. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, follow TikTok, now Twitter. Now you can wrap us yeah. up. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. You know all the all the sites. We're on all the sites. Uh, yeah, from all of us here at the Citywide, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Merry Christmas, y'all. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Go Birds.